I gotta say though, I do hate the word pussy. I do too. I, I'm not fond of the word. But you know why I hate it? Hmm. That's what Eric Eric used to when I was a kid, and he would beat me up and be like, "Fuck you, pussy." You should have stuck your finger up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. Hey, hey. Hey, girl. What's up? Nada. 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 What's mm. nada? <laughs> um, so this is technically our second episode for the new year, right? Because yes. our last episode was on the new year, mm-hmm. on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, an, it's a quick turnaround for us. I think this is to kind of make up for the fact that we were... Uh, a little behind because of me getting COVID back around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be doing them back to back like this. Oh, that, to me, that's the plan, right? Especially with what we have future state. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. We doing definitely them. need to do more. Um, the goal is always one a week. Yeah. I m- mean, minimum. well, the goal has always been bi-weekly, but now it's like once a week. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, anyways, with that being said, uh, you know, before we even get started, just, you know, wanted to kind of put out there, need you all to go and uh, uh, check out Nevermore Records, our YouTube channel. Um, just put in the search Nevermore Records and you, we should pop up. Literally the only one. Yeah. It's like youtube.com backslash Nevermore Records or Nevermore. I think, I don't know. You'll find it. Uh, visit Adrian's YouTube channel, Plastic Realm Toys. Um Again, the only, the only plastic one. realm toys, and then uh, follow us on Instagram at h and h underscore podcast. Find us on Facebook. We even have a private group, which is um, it's been fun lately. Which we're going to talk a little bit about some of the conversations going on in there. Um, again, just look for half and half podcast. Uh, follow our recording studio, which is where we record all of our episodes, along with other podcasts that come in to record. Um, for example, Exiled Inc. is coming shout in this out. weekend. Yep, shout out to our boys, Dave and Stevie. All the way from uh, Northern California to here in El Paso. If you guys have not heard, so far they're one episode in. And if you have not checked it out, like we've recommended before, I highly recommend it. Those dudes are gold. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, of course, there's like Whip Shaded and Faded, which their last episode, amazing. Um, they actually had Bill Canales from San Diego. He's from this area but he's blown up he's like a huge huge like uh he's a rock star in the tattoo world Mm -hmm. and uh you know they had him on so you know whip shaded and faded um just a couple of the podcasts right now that you know we can talk about that are doing some really cool things so they do record here in our studio so follow us at nevermore underscore records underscore eptx and our guitar company at nevermore underscore guitars so, with that being said, this is Paul. And this is Adrian. <laughs> and um, we're back. We are back. So, I wanted to, uh, you know, we like doing certain little things, right, to keep things interesting for our um, audience. The, yes. I believe we're up to 14, and we're moving yeah. fast. Again, remember, Jason listens, so that's a half. <laughs> so, 13 and a half. 13 and a half. But... Would him and Eric equal a whole? Oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Eric's like a three quarter though. <laughs> so I think we're hitting into like the decimals, like 0. 0.25. Yeah, we with those two, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, 
we'll do the math later. <laughs> but so um, I came up with something new that I wanted to spring on you. Okay, uh, okay I can't say spring because I had to run it by you first because we need to come up with our um, agenda. What do we call it? Our uh, format, our organization. There I you don't go. know. Format. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So um, I wanted to come up with a new little segment, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, us being lovers of heavy music. <laughs> Wait, us being lovers, comma. Comma. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows we're lovers no matter what. <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're big into music, right? Mm-hmm. Heavy music, rock music, hardcore, all of it. Um, you're a big riffer, right? Mm-hmm. Like the way you play your, your riffer. And I love riffs. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to come up with a segment we can do it every episode if you want, or we can do it every other one, but we'll figure out that stuff later. It's called Let It Riff. Mm. Off the top of your head. I like okay? it. Let It Riff. Mm-hmm. Off the top of your head right now. Yes. Name one riff. That's just fucking mind-blowing to you. Pantera's Shedding Skin. Hum it for me. Oh, yeah, you always play that one. Yeah, that's Dude. a good one. Yes, that is like... Anytime I think of like my favorite riffs, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, that that right there is my favorite. So if you haven't heard Pantera's Shedding Skin, just listen to that in that first riff that just starts off the song. Uh, unbelievable. I could probably I think I could actually play it. I think I remember it still. Yeah, I've heard you play it before. Yeah, but it's been a while. So I don't want to make this a long segment, right? We'll just in and out like we normally <laughs> like to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so for me, a riff that has always been super mind blowing catchy as shit fucking fun to play that comes from one of the world's greatest bands and if you have not heard them you're lacking in life big time Mm. so it's the riff from refused new noise oh yeah oh my god that riff is fucking amazing you know the funny thing is as um i was recording a band um still in the process but we're we're transitioning to vocals right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this band called Slut Hammer. S L V is in Victor T instead of a U. Um, check them out. Anyways, um, the guitar player Junior, who is um, just amazing, badass guitar player. Yeah, we were uh, sitting here sifting through tones, trying to figure out um, what tone he wanted to use for a specific song, and um, he found a tone that sounded exactly like that. And so he started playing that riff. Really? And I was just like, but I, I wish I forgot which one, because, you know, we've talked about like, I don't know if you remember, but we've talked about like, we should totally cover that song. We, dude, we wanted to cover that song for the past nine bands. Or yeah. How many bands we've been in. One of the best songs ever. Yeah. One of the best bands ever. Yeah. Let's, let's forget songs. That's that album, The Shape of Punk to Come, really put them on the forefront, right? Right. But there's a really funny story about that. Do you know when that album came out, they only sold like 1,500 copies or some shit like that? Oh, really? The band played one last show somewhere in Washington, I want to say, or Seattle, something uh-huh. like that. They played one last show and they fucking broke up. Fast forward two years later mm-hmm. is when that album started to pick up steam. Oh, wow. And when it came back, it sold like 50,000 or some weird shit like that. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's weird. So it's just, but then they're back together now, right? They, I, I know they did a show, like they played with like the Deftones yeah. recently. Yeah. They've put out, since their breakup, they've put out two albums. Oh, okay. Phenomenal fucking album. You know, I need to listen to that. I don't, I've never, I've never gone beyond that first album. Okay. First of all, it's their third album. 
Or oh, it was their third album. Yeah, oh, see, I didn't know that. Shape I just that's the only third. album I've ever listened to. You need to listen to songs to flame fan the flames of discontent. Mm-hmm. That album is the one before mm-hmm. uh, Shape Shape of Punk to Come. Dude, that album is fucking ridiculous. Isn't it amazing though how, or I should say, why I think that's their first album? Because the last time I listened to that album, I it was because I used to have the CD. Yeah. So, you know, like now you can go on Spotify, you look at the discography and you're like, oh, they had two albums before this. But back in the day when you had CDs, like somebody could be like, here, this is their first album. And you would never know. Well, yeah. I think I told you this. Back back in the day, the internet was around. I'm not going to say pre-internet, but um, we didn't have Spotify and all these things, right? So the chat is based off of actual record diving, right? Back mm-hmm. in the day called record diving you go looking mm-hmm. for records right so my wife and i every friday we'd get out of work we'd go to dinner and we'd go to like fye best buy um what's that other fucking place anyway and we'd walk in and we say see you later she'd go do whatever she needed to do and i would literally go to the cd section because it used to be fucking massive mm-hmm. at all these places and i would start at a and just go all the way down to fucking Z. And so what would you look at the covers? I would look for bands, anything, anything. So like the covers, what would like pique the, your interest? The names are always what pique oh, your okay. interest. Oh, okay. Wow. The name. Yeah. And I remember being a kid and look, going and doing that with cassettes. Yeah. But we would go to like the small metal section because there wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's literally how we found like 90% of the bands we listened to. Yeah. Because it was literally this smallest section. It was metal. And we would just, me and my brother would look at the most demented looking cover there was. And that's, you know, my grandfather would take us to the mall on Saturday mornings. And uh, every once in a while he would, you know, give us a couple of bucks and we would save up enough to be able to buy a cassette. Really? Yeah. So we would buy. I didn't know your grandpa would do that. Oh, my grandpa was amazing. That's why I used to play video games a lot. Um, He would take us to the mall before they opened. And I would go straight to the arcade. Mm-hmm. The arcade would still be closed. Man, you just fucking aged yourself real hard. An arcade? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up Stranger Things type shit. Oh, shit. Um, and you had the haircut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was little, man. I was a little kid. And and the dude would be, there would be a guy that to this day, I'm like, God, that guy had the coolest job ever. He, he would just be getting all the arcade games ready. Oh, yeah. So he would go around and he would, to get them warmed up, I guess, or whatever the fuck, he would go and put coins in every single one of them so for like an hour i literally had an entire arcade to myself and so i used to go and i would play all the games because he would be like yeah go for it man like every single saturday right but then i um but i would mostly stick to street fighter and mortal Kombat. so i got really good at those games so then the mall would open up and i'd still be there playing and you know these dudes would come in and try to like play against me and i'd be this little tiny kid man playing fucking gis and shit and just whooping their ass dude on mortal kombat and street fighter really? and to this day i'll whoop anybody's ass on street fighter and mortal kombat yeah but i'll fuck you up in tekken <laughs> dude yes right <laughs> dude back in the day yeah but anyways um so yeah that's how we would buy our cassettes um you know we would look at the most demented looking cover yeah a lot of time it was like megadeth iron maiden yeah. you um, know what's crazy about that um Everyone knows my love for MF Doom. Wait, real quick before everybody I go, knows your love, comma Paul, Paul Allen Ward. <laughs> um, real quick before I go on, 
So Let It Riff, those are our two choices, Pantera and Refuse. If you guys have not heard those riffs, go check them out. (sighs) Let us know if you want this to stick. I think it's a great idea. It's fun because there's all these just great riffs that you're just like, I just want to listen to that one part forever. I I think we should bring guitars and play them. And play the riff. Dude, that happens. Well, not bring them. I mean, we have them right here. But yeah, <laughs> but actually play them. Yeah, you're a genius. Okay. But um, so what I was gonna what I was gonna say is it's funny how you mentioned how you know your your story, your grandfather, and how you would find metal albums. Do you know that you everyone knows my love for MF Doom? Mm-hmm. I discovered, and it wasn't even MF Doom. So he's got a lot of. Um, I always lose the fucking words when I'm on here. I don't know. Um aliases right mm-hmm. so yeah, mf doom is his main character mm-hmm. but he also has a few albums under the name victor vaughn he's got oh that's right that's he's right. got one under king Ghidra. but um so you and i were in la we were doing something for ashling i don't remember what we were doing mm-hmm. but we always go to amoeba records mm-hmm. and you guys took off and i went straight to the hip-hop section and then there i was and i saw the cover of victor vaughn's um the Victor Vaughn album, mm-hmm. and I fucking bought it just based off the cover. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, then I had to find out MF Doom was who he really was and, you know, that mm-hmm. whole story. But yeah, because of that day, MF Doom is my favorite rapper. And you bought it on CD? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Still have it. I can tell you right now, that CD you can't even find. Did you ever, when he was alive, ever hear him say his own name? No. Have you ever heard anybody else say his name? No. How do you know then it's not MF Doom? Oh, you're talking... I thought you meant his real name. No. <laughs> yes, his name is MF Doom. And I could tell you why. Why? He he has a thing for Dr. Doom. Oh, okay. So MF is Metal Face Doom. Oh, I never knew that. His other... Um, his other project, Victor Vaughn, is MF Doom, or Doom in the comic books. Uh-huh. Victor Vaughn is his real name. <laughs> Sorry, that just made me think about one of our favorite shows back in the day. What? Andy Milanakis. Oh, dude. <laughs> Mally Eggs. <laughs> Do you want to get macked? <laughs> it's funny because the, the is enhanced with these microphones. <laughs> Mally, Ma- Mally Eggs. Mally Eggs. <laughs> dude, I know people still that hear me do that. That'll be like, how do you do that? <laughs> a lot of years of practice. Dude, my cousin Frank, Desi's husband, uh, he does it fucking amazing. Really? Dude. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's such a that was such a good. Show. I still follow him. He's still hilarious as shit. Is he so? What he's he's like eighty now? I don't know. But he looks twenty. Yeah. Uh, Andy Milanakis is his humor is just uh, amazing. Dude, I got peas on my head, but don't call me a pea head. Bees <laughs> on my head, but don't call me a bee head. <laughs> syrup, syrup. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. It's time for me to rock it. I put baloney in my left pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, anyways, any Milanakis, MF Doom. I don't know how the hell we connected yeah. those, but uh, where's my phone? Um, so we talked a little bit about. Well, first of all, let's. I know it's only been like a week. Yeah. Anything new? <sighs> Please, Ninja. You know what Dude, my, my life is. I gotta tell you though. Work. You sent me, can I talk about this? What? You sent me that video. What video? From work. Oh, no. Don't, <laughs> no. don't talk about that. Okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> if you hear this episode and you want to know and you see me on the streets, ask me and yeah. I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll show you the video and then we'll talk show. about it. <laughs> um, so pretty much you've just been at work, really. Yeah. That's all I do. Work. <sighs> work. Uh, it's, and it's getting worse, dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's getting oh. bad. Well, you know, I, I, I had a thought this morning. This morning, so I went to go put gas in a car for the first time in three years today, this morning. Yeah. And that's because um, I'm using a vehicle that's not mine. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I need to put gas, which is freaking weird because I don't even, it's been so long and I need a coffee. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the gas station and put gas. I don't, I don't want one, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even think. And then you always ask me. I'm such an <laughs> asshole. So Look, I think everyone knows who takes care of who in this relationship. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I go, right? And um, I'm putting gas. And I'm frustrated as fuck. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot. You have to go open up the thing. I'm not used to this because, you know, I have a Tesla. So I charge it at home. I don't have to worry about any of this crap. And um, how's that your your outlet holding up that my dad installed? Amazing, dude. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, he always asks me. Oh yeah, no, dude, perfect. And, and Mijo Paul, how's his? Uh... <laughs> That's what he always said. Mijo Paul, dude. I honest to God, um, I I'm in a group, a Tesla group, uh-huh. and I've seen many times, knock on wood, where people's outlets burn out, and some I've even seen where fires start. Oh, that's not going to happen with Noonie's work. No, exactly, dude. exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Is like, dude, like I, I look at that, I'm like, Shh, not everybody has a Noonie at their disposal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways I'm putting gas I'm frustrated as fuck um, I'm even like I'm going in to get coffee And I don't normally get coffee At a gas station So I'm confused I'm like trying to find the lids And then I find a lid Where it says like Reclosable Non-reclosable And I'm like Shouldn't they all I, I was just confused And frustrated yeah. And mad at the world And these guys come in. There was two truckloads of guys. They're like, um, I think it's something something about garden work or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So they're garden workers, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. These guys are high-fiving each other, happy as can be, biggest smile, talking to each other. like. And here I am frustrated, and I thought to myself, why, why can't I be like that? Like, yeah. I'm a business owner. I should be the happiest person on the planet. And, but I'm not like, I mean, I'm happy at times, but really deep down I'm not. And, you know, not to be like sentimental here or anything, but like, I guess it's cause there's a lot of stress. Right. So I look at those guys and it's kind of like, I remember when I was a teacher, I loved being a teacher. Right. But it, it did come with its stress. But I remember I'd go to like McDonald's or something and, yeah. then, and then the drive through, I would like be looking at the person taking my money. And I was like, God, I wish I had that job, you know? Yeah. So it's like, um, Anyways, it just got me thinking this morning, like, why can't I be that smiley, that happy to see? Like, I'm happy to see you, you know what I mean? But it's not, I don't know. It's like, you know, once this pod, we're done recording this podcast, it's like, okay, I have a whole day that never ends of work that, uh, but these guys, you know, they go home, they have a beer, big smiles on their faces all day long. Yeah. They have a shit job, but you know what? Like, they're happy. Yeah. Isn't it fucking weird? I can tell you. Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Isn't it fucking weird? It's weird, but I think in your case, I've had 27... How long have we been together? Yeah, a long time. 26, 27 years. 26, 27 years to to process it. Mm -hmm. You have everything you've ever wanted and you ever needed at this point, right? You've got your own business, world's fucking greatest best friend, an okay wife, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, Danny. I love you. Um, 
you're you you always just want more, man. Yeah. Nothing is like I'm never satisfied. Not that you're never satisfied, but your work is never good enough to you. Yeah. And it always lingers in your mind. When me, as your best friend, the outside person, the outside ear who tells you, dude, let me tell you, from the outside perspective, I had nothing to do with whatever this we're talking about. It's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I'll tell you, you need right. to X that motherfucker right now. You just, in your mind, you can't escape. It can always be better. It can always be better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's true. I I always feel like no matter what I do, no matter how much I succeed, I always feel like like I don't see it as success. Yeah. I don't see it as I always feel like I need to do more and there needs to be more. Right. And it's never enough. Right. So that also gets me thinking. Sometimes, dude, honestly, I think to myself, I should just give it all up. Go get a job at Walmart as a greeter or something, just and just do that for the rest of my life and just forget everybody. Yeah, well, except me, right? Well, of course. Yeah, except for when you walk in, Adrian. Hey, yeah, hey, 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 Adrian. We got a. We Can got I a see your receipt? We got a brand new stock of sweet tarts. <laughs> <laughs> May I see your receipt, please? <laughs> and then when I put, you know, put the little highlighter, I'll just put a heart. Yeah, exactly. I'll flash you my dick when I'm walking out. But you know what? I also think too. I think one of the biggest, my biggest curse is, is that. When I do anything, I don't think about, and, and and I know some people are going to beg to differ on this. I don't, I really don't think about what other people think. What really drives me is that, is this uh, mentality of, oh, fuck, I only have this much time left to live. Yeah. No, you can never think of today. You're already on tomorrow's project. Yeah. When today's project is not even done. I'm thinking... Too far ahead. Yeah. And it sucks. It's a shitty way to live, let me tell you. I've tried And I think that's why I can never be happy. And I've tried to calm you down on that, but you don't listen to me. I know, man. I know. But anyways. I mean, in a span of a year, we went from a podcast, we now own a guitar a guitar company, we're going to be in two bands, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's still not enough. Still calm not enough. Dude. Chill. I know. I know. <laughs> but you know what? Again, it's because I feel like I just... You know, a lot of people are very content with just having their job, their nine to five, yeah. going to work, coming home to their family, doing the same thing every day, day in and day out. And I think to me, that's hell. That's absolute hell to me. Like, I will agree with you. Okay. You and I have the same moxie, right? The same umph. Mm -hmm. What holds me back from being on your level with you, I have the means to do it mm -hmm. at any given moment. Right. I worry about... And we brought this up last podcast. Age. Not age in the, mm. you're running out of time. Age in the sense of um, no one's going to take you serious. Everyone's going to tell you, you're too fucking old, mm -hmm. dude. What are you doing? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. That's that's my mental block. So your mental block is it's never good enough. My mental block is eh, no one's going to give a fuck anyway because in the eyes of society, we're dead. And you know what's so funny about that? Mm. When people tell me, when people doubt the things that I want to do. It makes you want it more. Yeah. yeah. I'm always like, that's my driving force to like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, problem is, is that people are doubting all the time. So that's why I'm doing so many different <laughs> things. Uh, but anyways. God, how do we get so somber on this I know. One? I just. You, I you schmaltzy motherfucker. We're supposed to be happy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I no. tell you what. The day I get to quit my job and come do this with you every day. Dude. 
I would love nothing more than to not have to wear a uniform, not have to smell like gas. Wait, wait, wait. Who said you're not going to have to wear a uniform? Well, let me tell you. Let me. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> I'm going to walk into this fucking um, recording studio with the smallest shorts I can find. Oh, yeah. A wife beater, some chucks, no socks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, I guess I'm happy, but I want to be like garden work dude happy. That I you, saw this you morning. You are. You can be. You just need to get out of your own head. Yeah, that's true. And I quote myself, get your head out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, very, very true. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else before we get into other stuff? There's one thing I wanted to bring up. So, one of my favorite, now favorite bands on earth, and this is just going back to what we have, I want to say maybe the past two podcasts we've we've brought this up or I've brought this up. The, the sensitive fucking state of mind the world is in right now, uh-huh. right? And just to, just to prove it to you, I don't, I, I don't remember the exact quote, but my buddy, Tony. What's up, Tony? He's the one who showed me, who introduced me to this band, which are now a staple in my life. Um, Arcade Fire? Ew. <laughs> no, hold on. What am I doing? I just need I to have no his, idea. his text messages. I can check it out. So, one of, and I've brought them up. I I, I put them on the chat one time. Uh, God bless it. I sh- I should have been prepared. You should have. And I was, but you know what? I can't fucking find it. So speaking of Tony, while you try to find, yeah, it, there you go. I've never met Tony, and I would really like to meet Tony one day. I've told him that I would want him on this podcast. That'd be awesome. Let me tell you something about Tony. Aside from what his, about Jason? Fuck Jason. All right. Aside from his amazing good looks, Tony is literally like us in the, in when it comes to music. Like his passion, he's not a, he's not a musician at all. Mm-hmm. But the way he feels about music is the way we feel about music. So right. that's what and that's, that's that's what drew him and I together. And that's exactly the kind of people that should be on this podcast. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a musician or not. Although we did have a guest that was supposed to come on today. Um, at least in my mind, he was supposed to come on today and then I didn't confirm the date until, yeah. um, and then I realized then. So next week we'll have that guest on. Um, but anyways, super, going back to what you said, for that one. I would, he, I would love to have Tony on. Yeah. Tony, did you hear that? That's the official invite. So, um, a band that he introduced me to that I love immensely. He loves them as well. Um, Mannequin Pussy. Mm. I, I've featured them on the chat before a long time ago. Yep. Pe- people should have known that. I think that was the first chat, wasn't it? No. Uh-uh. It was one of the first. It was in the beginning, though. One of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I did that chat from work. I remember like it was yesterday. Remember there's a few times we yeah, had Yeah, to- <laughs> that you did it. Yeah, that's true. So, um, Mannequin Pussy, um, I guess people are in an uproar or, of course, fucking the opinionated or the fucking sensitive. Over the name? The schmaltz. Yeah. Really? So, he sent me a, um, he sent me a, a screenshot of, I guess they, they did a Spin, a spin Magazine interview, mm-hmm. and she put, uh, Missy's her name, she put, maybe we'll just change the band's name to Pussy. I mean, it has to be Mannequin that's offending people. Right? <laughs> That's awesome. You know what I mean? I love that, yeah. Come on, man. You know, that name makes me think about a band that I was obsessed with. Not necessarily the music, but I was obsessed with the story. Are you familiar with Pussy Riot? 
Are you familiar with fucking air? Do you know how to breathe? Yes, I'm familiar okay, with Pussy Riot. Okay, so people listening may not be. Yeah. So Pussy Riot was this punk rock um, band out of Russia. All female, three girls. Yep, who were very, very political, mm-hmm. got arrested, mm-hmm. spent a few years in prison, in a Russian prison, just because they spoke out against their government. And they would show up, they would do like guerrilla style shows. They would show up to some random spot, plug in and just start fucking yeah. going off about the government. I think the stuff. final straw was that I think they performed in front of like a church. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think and they was. got arrested. <clears throat> and, um, but now I think they tour like the US or yeah. I don't even know if they live, I don't think they live in Russia anymore. Somehow they managed to get mm-hmm. out. I don't know. But if you haven't heard Pussy Riot, speaking of the word, there's a small, I don't know if it's long enough to call it a documentary, but there's a small documentary on them and that whole situation. Mm. I want to say it's maybe 30 minutes. Really? Long. Yeah. Uh, where's it, like on Netflix? I don't know, dude. This I saw this a long fucking time ago, like when it first happened. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago, so I, I couldn't even tell you. That's a, It's a really interesting story um, mm. based on what just what I know, but um, but yeah, I mean, to me... I actually saw a meme. I was, I should have, I should have brought it. Uh, maybe I did save it. Um, but like, I love music that pushes the envelope yeah, absolutely. and and people like that who are in music who just say, fuck it. And like, I mean, they literally put their lives on the line. Like, yeah. um, damn it. I thought I had saved it. It was this hilarious um, meme about the differences between certain genres. Oh yeah. So it was like, um, Punk is like, um, you know, anti-government, but I don't even remember. And goth, it was just, uh, I got to find it. I got to find it before I try to speak to it and then I ruin it. But anyways, yeah, if you haven't, so Mannequin Pussy, Pussy Riot, you need to check those those bands out. Yeah, they're phenomenal and people need to stop. If you don't want, don't then don't fucking say the name. Like, I don't know what you want, what you want them to do. <sighs> you know, You've I never don't... said the word pussy before? No one's ever called you a pussy. Whoever's complaining about that, you you are a pussy, and that's what you're mad about. Is people called you a pussy. It goes back to what you said on our last episode about staying in your lane. Yeah, man. And how people have an opinion on everything, and it's okay. Look, look, it's okay to have an opinion, right? It's okay. Obviously, we have freedom of speech. We have the right yeah. of an opinion. Obviously, like a band like Pussy Riot, their opinion is at odds with the government, mm-hmm. hence the reason why, you know, they're sharing their opinion and that's why they got arrested, right? So it's okay to have an opinion. But when it comes to being, the way I see it is when it's, you're being nitpicky just for the sake of being nitpicky. Yeah. Um, because of a fucking word. Yeah. Like, let them do them. If you don't like it, don't listen to them. Yeah. If you don't like that word, well, I'm sorry. It's in the dictionary. Fucking get over it. And if it's and if you're worried about your children, I would bet my life that they say and hear way worse at school. Mm-hmm. Do your homework. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So a band's name is the last thing you need to be fucking worried about. I'm sure all your kids are out there playing Halo and fucking God of War and Call of Duty and all that shit. Wow, you actually know those names of those games. I I have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure all your little kids, the people who are complaining, your kids are saying way worse to people on those fucking games. Yeah, and people are saying it right back to them. So, a band's name is the least of your problems. Yeah, you know, I could go. We could go on like five episodes just talking shit about this. 
Um, but yeah, you know, people just, I mean, I, I think it goes back to, I mean, ever since we were kids, right? Like as a parent, you're always trying to protect your child from, um, I don't know, whatever you feel that you need to protect your child from. And if you're going to try to like pick your battles, yeah, you know, like you're going to hear, a, they're going to hear, hear a curse word. I just wonder who these people are. I don't know, dude. The internet has, has enabled so many people. Take it away with so much I, stupidity. I got to say, though, I do hate the word pussy. I do, too. I, I'm not fond of the word. But you know why I hate it? Hmm. That's what Eric Eric used to, when I was a kid, and he would beat me up. He'd be like, fuck it, pussy. You should have stuck your finger up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you have that 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 little part? <laughs> I do. Okay. Dude, so this is going back to before we started the podcast. Adrian decided to show me a little segment of Michael Rapoport's, um podcast and it's it was um wait wait play it play it you gotta play it i am but but yeah so while you're trying to find it eric would always that oh man that used to get under my skin he'd be like fucking pussy do this or he would try to get me to do something and it was always that word just would crawl under my skin it would get me so mad but to answer your question no i never did put my finger up his ass okay you should have <laughs> now we know you should have. Like, I should have stuck my fingers so far up Gussie's ass that he would never have fucked with me again. <laughs> uh, so, a few episodes back, I had mentioned that I stumbled upon one of the greatest human beings on earth, Michael Rappaport's podcast. I've always been a fan of his his acting work. I just, I never knew he had a podcast. Mm-hmm. During the height of the pandemic, my wife found these things on um, Instagram, whatever the fucking social media it was. He would post things right and she would tell me hey look what michael rapaport said today and i would just fucking love it and i t- I would tell her all the time see he's one of my favorite people on earth anyway come to find out he's got a podcast blah 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 blah. so i was listening to his podcast the other day we all have older siblings right yep well for the most part everyone has an older sibling well, if you don't you might be the older sibling and you might be fixing to catch a finger up your ass yeah so be careful so I stumbled on, I was listening to his, his recent episode, and this is what he has to say. And this proves why you all should go listen, support, do everything you can for Michael Rappaport. Cock and balls with brute cologne. One time my brother was beating me up so bad, and I remember he was in his underwear, his tidy whities This is before they started wearing making boxer shorts. And he was beating me up so bad. Uh, the only way I could get him off me is I stuck my finger up his ass. <laughs> I mean, these things happen, Harry. What? You, no, that you, doesn't... Your, your brothers beat you so bad where the only way to, to get them off you was to stick your finger up their ass, right? <laughs> right? No. That, so, um... I think that that's like... Dude, I was fucking dying yesterday, and I could not wait to show you that. It makes me think... I wonder what would have happened had I shoved my finger up Eric's ass. Two things, because I know Eric so well. He's either never going to, it's either going to fucking enrage him so bad that you're going to die, or he would have liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think it would have enraged him. I think he would have secretly liked it, but would never have admitted. Never. But, um. But you would know, because if the ass whoopings intensified after like if you got caught an ass whooping every day after that yeah it's because he's looking for that finger in the ass that's true you know what i'm saying that's a good point um you know hold on um when i think about brothers sticking fingers up their ass (laughs) (laughs) 
we have a friend, and I'm not going to name names. Oh yeah, who told us a great story about great sticking story. his finger up his brother's ass, and it's not in the fighting sense. <laughs> no. Unfortunately. <laughs> And I almost want to tell the story, but I f- here's why I'm hesitant to tell the story. Because you're going to have lunch with him on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> that and the fact that you can't tell the story without doing the acts. Like the, the, oh, yeah. You can't speak, tell it without speaking the way he speaks. So our closest friends will know who we're speaking of without even saying his name. But yeah. When you impersonate this person or you're telling a story involving this person, the accent... And the attitude, and you have to say it like he would say it. Look, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna tell the story real quick. You're gonna do it, but I'm not gonna like. I'm just gonna do everything in my power to not use that person's way as of speaking. As, as long as you don't say one word, nobody should even talk. It's true. You drop Look, that. I'm word. not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say it from the like the way he used to tell it. I'm just gonna say what happened. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the story was. This person, this is really difficult because I've told this story so many times, but this person was having a sexual dream. And in this dream, he had his finger somewhere and woke up <laughs> with his finger in his brother's, <laughs> in his brother's ass. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you're kind of leaving out part of this. Okay, story. well, it's because it's it's really difficult to not... I know. I want to say... He, he was having a, a, a dream that he was doing something, and he started rummaging around his brother's... But here's the thing, though. You forgot... <laughs> rummaging? <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to mention that he and his brother uh-huh. had to sleep in the same, same bed, same, bed, same yeah. room. Mm-hmm. So this is how they were in that situation. <laughs> It's not like he woke up and just fucking went knuckle deep in his brother's ass. <laughs> they were sleeping side by side and this person was having a dream and he started and he didn't get away with it, right? The brother woke up right away. They got into a big old fight. Yeah. But yeah. He was trying to finger. <laughs> but I love the word rummaging. You like that? Rummaging. He rummaging. was rummaging around his brother's ass. Yeah. <laughs> so... I don't know how we went from music to sticking fingers up people's asses, but... Well, it's because you had mentioned that Eric was, would whoop your ass. And that's why you don't yeah, like the name. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's why you don't like the word pussy. And I said, oh, that's right. Put Man. your finger in his ass. And, and we had talked about toning shit down a little bit on this episode. And uh, well, nope, that, that's not going to happen. It's <laughs> only when we have guests. When we have guests, we will yeah, keep it Because profesh. we don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Not only that, but I mean, when you have a guest, also depending on the caliber of the guest... You gotta, you know. Yeah, I mean? you gotta like, have a certain tact. Yeah, this person's gonna show their people and what have you. Right. But but with that being said, it's up to them to caution them to listen to other episodes if they want. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the moral of uh, this episode is um, the word "pussy" should not be banned. Yeah. And if your older brother is trying to kick your ass, put your finger in it. Put your finger in his ass. You know. And that motherfucker <clears throat> real quick. And Eric, it's not too late. Don't ever, don't, don't fuck with me, Eric. <laughs> Gussie wants no piece of this. Yeah, I tell you what. <laughs> you know, speaking of Gussie, I've probably put my finger in his ass before. I am one hundred percent positive you have. <laughs> Just kidding, you fucking whores. <laughs> I would wake up to you guys fucking giggling like little girls, and I had to go to school the next day. Oh, dude, Gussie was the best man. <laughs> Nothing like two in the morning turkey sandwiches. Yeah, I to this day. 
Thanksgiving night, I think about your brother. I don't really eat turkey anymore. Although this Thanksgiving, I did eat turkey. Um, I always think about those midnight, middle of the night turkey sandwiches that we used to make. And he was just always amazed that I wanted mayo and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow. All right. Moving on to, uh, should we do our challenge? Let's do the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. So we've, we didn't do one. It's been two, It's been right? two episodes, yeah. Two episodes. Because we didn't want to do one at the end of the year, and then we didn't want to do one to start off the year. And I wanted a break. Yeah, we sometimes really needed a break. it's like for three weeks, I'm just listening to the same fucking band. But with that being said, I feel like, I feel like we've kind of, we're not getting as deep into these challenges as we did in the beginning. You're and right. I feel like we should get deep again back into it it's always better to go deep always the deeper always yes the better. yeah a hundred percent especially now be, that there's no such thing as too deep right no there's not at all because the deeper you go the better you'll feel yeah the more satisfaction you'll get yeah because you know you did it right yeah if there's a lot of depth you feel that depth <laughs> and you go deep exactly <laughs> <laughs> so I think we really have to 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 be true to um, okay yeah whoever we challenge each other with. So for new listeners, if there are new listeners out there, we tend to challenge each other to listen to um, bands that we typically don't. Um, for example, Adrian always for years talked smack about M eighty three, and I finally challenged him to listen to M eighty three the entire catalog, and he did, and now he's a a he, fucking super fan. Yeah, he loves M83 just as much as I do. But then there's been instances where we challenge each other with bands and it just makes us hate them even more. Fuck Arcade Fire. Oh, see? One of my 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 number one listen to band last year is yeah. the one that he hates the most. Well, you know what? They're not going to be on my list at all. So <laughs> So with that being said, um I think you should go first. All right, I will go first. So there's a band that um again, we need to do a lot of recapping cuz we've spoke We've explained ourselves in the past, right? So Paul's upbringing in, included a lot of rock, right? Mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin, this, that, and the other. I was raised on the Bee Gees, George Strait, Sade. Though I'm I'm into heavy music and I've been in heavy bands and I absolutely love metal, hardcore, I love it all. But my upbringing was not of that, mm -hmm. that nature, right? So one of my all-time favorite bands that reminds me of my dad, makes me miss my dad so bad. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call him right now and tell him I love him. Um, I'm going to challenge you today. And the, the, the catalog is extensive, man. A lot of people think, oh, it just started here and pushed forward. Mm -hmm. they, they were around way longer. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I really love their older stuff a little more than their quote-unquote newer stuff, which mm -hmm. was in the 70s. Okay. So I'm going to challenge you with... The Bee Gees. I had a feeling. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> alive. That's them, right? Yes. Oh, yes. You know what I want to do, Adrian? What? I want to strut. Oh, my Sorry, God. I always think of that movie <laughs> when I think of the Bee Gees. <clears throat> awesome. No, that's different for sure. It is. A lot of people associate the Bee Gees with disco, obviously. They, they really did push the disco movement. They brought it to the level it came to be. But their older stuff, which you will actually like, which I... I can't really get into, but it's mm -hmm. it's uh, it's very '60s, right? You think the mamas, the papas, like very folky, but it's also a little on the Beatles side. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of dude. They had this song. Hey, you liked? No, I, that's right. You didn't like them. 
Who? When I challenge you with the Beatles. No, ew. That's right. No, I, I, I gained a little respect for them. Right. Um, but there's a song pre-disco Bee Gees mm-hmm. called Massachusetts. <laughs> Fucking phenomenal song. But Austin, Massachusetts? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Boston? That's what I said. Austin, <laughs> Massachusetts. <laughs> if you guys have not seen the movie Road, Road Trip, Trip yep. you fucking need to. Yeah. You are severely lacking in life. That was with, uh, not. what's his name? Tom Green. Fucking yeah. Again. Tom Green. Tom Green, one of the greatest uh, comedy uh, people oh, around. Absolutely. This is the Tom Green show, not the Green Tom show. Yeah. That is my favorite show, you know? <laughs> so okay so bg's yeah. so let me ask you this question yes from a musical standpoint because uh-huh. you i know there's a lot of like nostalgia and that's why you you lo- appreciate them you like them right it makes you f- remember your dad and well, being a kid yeah but from a musical standpoint what stands out to you musically everything dude bass the bg's write everything all three of them they take turns, bass player, you know, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Dude, the bass lines are fucking incredible. Mm. Barry Gibbs vocals, right? Everyone knows him for the high thing. Mm-hmm. But did you know that he did not, he stumbled upon that later on in their career? It makes me think of uh, Bon Iver. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with him. Bon Iver is one of the greatest if, artists out right now, I think. When but. you listen to their earlier stuff, he doesn't do that high falsetto thing. That came oh, about really? way later. And that's what pushed their their disco phase. Mm. Yeah. I love everything about them. So it just stuck. Yeah. So that's weird. Now I'm really interested in hearing the early stuff before the falsetto. Yeah. Wow. Dude, there's um there's a, a song sang by Yvonne Ellerman, right? Mm-hmm. In the seventies. If I can't have you, I don't want nobody. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. They wrote that song. They performed that song. Hmm. Gave it to her. Her version's way better, but their version's still good. Really? And the Bee Gees were fucking like these ghosts in the 70s, writing all sorts of shit for all sorts of people. Wow. Yeah. So does your dad still listen to the Bee Gees? Oh, absolutely. Every time we barbecue in the summertime, yeah. he's out there with his little, his little fucking uh, spatula, and he's got his cute little speakers that he has outside by his grill. Oh, and that's all we listen to. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I'm curious. So we're talking discography like... 10 albums, 20? Oh, no, I don't want, I don't think it's that extensive. Oh, okay. Well, I I have my work cut out for me obviously. Um so you do want me to go from beginning to en- to end to even current stuff? <coughs> like I'm not current stuff, but like later stuff? No, I would like Oh, motherfucker say what? <laughs> 1967 was their first album. Okay. So I you can go ahead and take it up all the way to let's say 79. Spirits have having flown ahead, uh, an entire decade. Okay, yeah, okay. But if you're going on Spotify, some of them are deluxe issues, re editions. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh my god, man! <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I don't mind. You know, that that'll you, be it'll be a nice change because I've I really again like. For whatever reason, since the new year started, I haven't really been listening to, I've really just been listening to a lot of instrumental music, just kind of like lo-fi stuff, mm-hmm. um, which when you get into the chat, I'll talk a little bit about some of the stuff that I was listening to because of your last chat. Oh, okay. Um, 
but no, so I, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. So anything else on that? No. Um, yeah, I mean, you said we're going to go balls, balls deep again. Balls deep. Yep. All right. So this is, this artist is an artist that um, meant a lot to me too growing oh, up. Gross. It's going to be some devil band. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, it's funny because, actually, it's funny that you say that because my mom used to take my cassettes of this band away all the time mm. because she would say that it was devil music, right? And my dad would go along with it, but little did I know my dad actually loved this band. Mm-hmm. And um, so as we actually, as we got older, he would actually listen to the music with us. Um, he didn't like the earlier stuff like we did, but I think it kind of grew on him. And so um, all the way, like, when I started playing guitar, I would play a lot of music from this band. Better and not be so, Judas Priest. <laughs> you know what's funny? I never really got into Judas Priest. Really? Yeah. The only song from Judas Priest that I ever liked was they did a cover of Johnny B. Good. Oh, yeah. And I, I loved that. that cover. But as far as their actual original songs, I never really got into them. Oh, okay. Good to know. <clears throat> um, I think my brother was the one that really liked Judas Priest a well, lot. yeah. Duh. I mean, he likes fingers up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's soon to find out. <laughs> um, so when I first started, so my dad, even into before he passed away, he would always tell me how listening to this band's music always made him think of me because I'll never forget, you know, I'd be learning their songs in my room. I, I used to spend all day long in my room playing guitar, learning the songs from various bands, but especially with this band. And it was funny because I'd be like, dad, dad, check out this song I learned. And I would be like five seconds into the song and he'd be like, all right, Paul, that's good. Turn it down. And he would close the door. <laughs> Never actually listened. But whatever, for whatever reason, he still, um, you know, later on in life, he was amazed that I was able to play their songs. And and um, he learned to really like that band a whole lot. So um, I'm going to challenge you because, again, I think this band is the reason why I got into music, to be totally honest with you. Okay. And you've been telling me for the longest time, when are you going to challenge me with this band? And I'm going to challenge you now because it's the beginning of this new year and why not? So Metallica. I haven't, you haven't challenged me? No. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. But here's the thing. Obviously I really didn't pay much attention to Metallica after the Black Album. Um, I don't think a lot of people that grew up listening to Metallica really paid attention after the Black Album. <clears throat> you know what's so weird about that? What is? I missed the first half of Metallica, mm-hmm. and from Black Album on, I paid more attention to. Really? Only because it was always on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, load and unload and um, boom, 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 boom. Where do I take? Oh, God. (laughs) So when I think of Metallica, you know, their early stuff, it was just, for that time, it was just brutally heavy. Yeah. Heavy. And and as a kid learning how to play guitar, it it was difficult. You know what I mean? Like, for one, I remember one of the things I could never wrap my head around was, how do they get their guitars to sound like that? Because... My first guitar was a piece of shit. It was called a Harmony guitar yeah. from like the Sears catalog um, that I actually traded a kid for my bike for you know I paid 20 just, bucks or I don't tell, remember. Just tell people how old we are. Just do it. 
Just hit him with our <laughs> age already. <laughs> I was little. I was a young kid. And like, I remember, so I couldn't, like most kids nowadays will start learning guitar on acoustic, right? Yeah. So I, I, you know, so I started learning guitar on an, an electric guitar with no amplifier. It's funny you say that. I learned on an acoustic. Really? My dad had an acoustic that he, as a matter of fact, I still, super cool story real quick. He had a Yamaha. My mom bought it for him. A Yamaha? Just a Yamaha? <laughs> she bought it for him late 80s. Um, he fiddled around on it. I started learning how to play guitar on mm-hmm. it. He gave it to me, right? So I was like my fucking... I learned how to play on that guitar before I even touched the bass. Mm. Um, anyway, long story short, I've been privileged enough and I handed it on to my kid. So oh, really? It's like a family heirloom now. You mean my kid, but whatever. Well, yeah, your kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I gave it to him uh, last year for Christmas. I almost cried when I did it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's wow. like passing that torch. Well, I gave him a half stack, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I still owe you money for that. <laughs> so I sold Adrian a half stack I had so he can give to his son. Yeah. And, uh, but anyways, um, but yeah, so, you know, I... That's how I learned, man. And when I did finally get an amplifier, I think my first... Oh, so you were on an electric guitar with no amp? No amp, yeah. Oh, shit. So, of course, you know, you're like, it's hard to, like, learn, like, how to chug and do, like, riffs yeah. if you're playing on an electric guitar with no amplifier. Yeah. And then when I did finally get an amplifier, still, it sounded nothing like their guitars. So it was like, how in the hell, man? It was always this pursuit of, like, trying to achieve that tone um which i didn't learn how to do till way later you know but you know metallica they were the first band that um i learned their music you know Mm. that's why i used to take up you know issue with people learning like nirvana because it was like really like i don't know four four chords guy that's how you got yeah (laughs) and uh but you know so the first songs that i ever learned were Metallica songs, you know, and um, it got to a point where like my first band ever was a Metallica cover band. Mm-hmm. That's not what we intended, but that's just the way it actually un- unfolded because we were in like sixth, seventh, eighth grade and we just all became like super fans of Metallica. And so what we would do is we would just play, we would get together and instead of writing songs because we didn't really know how we would just write, I mean, play Metallica songs, you know? Yeah. And um, was, so anyways. Was Eric in this band? My brother? Yeah. No. No. It was uh, me, little Chris, mm-hmm. uh, my friend Mario, who he's actually like, well, he was a principal in in, a, in San Antonio. I think now he's like, he's got his PhD. Like, um, he's not even a principal. And he was like our singer. And then my friend Ted, um, who was our drummer, to, <laughs> <laughs> who like, uh, and then, Again, you know, little Chris, who he's in LA now yeah. and stuff. We were just all obsessed with Metallica, and that's all we did. I mean, we'd have like sleepovers, and our sleepovers were us all night long playing Metallica songs. Little did I know that it was fun, right? But what I was really doing now, in hindsight, being an old guy, I was building skill. Like, oh, that's, that, yeah, you know what I mean. That's how I was able to learn how to play guitar the right way. Um, so yeah, so Metallica holds a really, really, they're near and dear to my heart, at least Metallica prior to, like the Black Album and then before. Yeah. The success of the Black Album was because, well, I have a lot to say about that, but we'll talk about that actually after you listen to it. Okay. But um, but look, I'm familiar, very, I I love Metallica, yeah. right? Even before the Black Album. 
Just in my house, it was very taboo, very mm-hmm. like... Like you've never sat and listened to one of the early albums all the way through? No. I mean, I know the the, the hits off of the earlier right, albums, right, right. you know? Especially now that like Master of Puppets is on freaking Stranger Things yeah. and like... So I, I love Metallica. The Black Album is where it really started for me because that's the first album I own. Mm-hmm. Funny story. We were on our way to Tucson to go see my family. Mm-hmm. I tell my dad, hey, can we stop by the store real quick? So I want to buy, uh, I think it was a tape at this point. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, but just run in. And I was like, that's the perfect plan because you're not going to see me do it. Yeah, yeah. Did I tell the story on the no. podcast already? Uh-uh. Oh, man. I booked it. I hauled ass into, I forgot what music store it was. I got the Black Album. As soon as I got in the car, while my dad's yelling at people, I'm fucking <laughs> opening it. Blah, 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 blah. I threw it under the chair. I popped the tape in none other than Marky Mark cassette tape my dad was uh, my dad was like what'd you get and i was like i got fucking marky mark and it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah so I little have... do you know i was in the back fucking worshiping the devil <laughs> <he's driving. laughs> um that's awesome so so yeah i'm really excited because I, I want you to really get into these albums i do too i look i'm excited I, again i've i'm shocked that it took this long but kind of cool that it did right i mean i guess i was also reading an article just recently about Cliff Burton and how, uh, and, and you know, and, and again, like Metallica, I was obsessed with them as a kid, right? Um, but there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know, like the inner workings. Like, for example, did you know, like, Cliff Burton was really big into like the bands like Yes um, and um, uh, who else did they name? Like, um, you know, you know that band, Yes, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> Pink Floyd, which I challenged you with oh, before. I love Pink Floyd, yeah. So he was a big like he would take acid, mm-hmm. and he was like into that like the psychedelic rock thing. Whereas the Metallica guys were real into like the thrash metal, the yeah. punk. Um, they even cover you're you're gonna find a B side. It's called Garage Days Revisited, where oh, okay. they cover like Misfits. Um, <clears throat> which as a kid listening to that, I didn't know that that was the Misfits. Um. At the time. And uh, so anyways, it was a very weird mixing, being that Cliff was into very different types of music than them, but they just felt like it was necessary for where they were at that point in time. I feel bad for the original bass player because nobody knows the name and nobody ever talks about him. But anyways. He had really puffy hair, right? Like I don't know. Cliff Burton had really puffy hair. No, Cliff Burton had... Wavy, At, long In hair. the beginning, he had like a poof. I just remember seeing a picture of Metallica with this one dude who straight up had like a, a 1980s mom's afro. You I think it saying? was, like, I want to say it was Cliff. No, but the dude even had like these little little fucking bangs. Like a, like oh, a really? Oh, yeah. maybe it was. I well, don't maybe know. Maybe I'm thinking the wrong band. I don't know. But. but, you know, it's really interesting how they took somebody with a very different style and they brought him into like a thrash metal band that was like, Dude. Nobody sounded like that at the time. Dude. Hmm. I say it all the time. Think about our bands. Yeah. I'm I'm an R and B funk Bee Gees. Bee Gees ABBA. Hip hop style bass yeah, yeah. player. No, that's true. But I play in heavy bands. Right. And I feel like that's why it works. Yeah. You know, so that's what I was kind of getting at was like I think that that, that um that just kind of tied into making Metallica Metallica. I've always paid attention how um, Cliff Burton used three fingers. Yeah. Long ass fingers. Yeah, but to do the, he would do the three fingers. Yeah, yeah. And that's hard to do. 
And then the, just the fact that he was playing that music with his fingers instead of like with a pick like everybody else. Yeah. Which <laughs> you and I going back, I've always given you, we've always talked about that. Yeah, I saw your cute video the other day when you were using a pick on my bass. I said, this <laughs> motherfucker right here. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't use my fingers the way you use yours. Well, time to learn. <laughs> Put your finger in my ass. <laughs> you and your little Kit Kats. <laughs> They're Snickers, thank you. <laughs> um. So yeah. All right. So there it is. Uh, Bee Gees versus Metallica. I'm excited because I know this is one of your favorite bands of all time. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, was. What? Well, you could still. Yeah, say I guess it so. Is, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Pumpkins after. I still love them. I still own all their albums. I still support anything they ever do. Right. But they've lost. It's lost its luster for right. me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the majority of the original band's gone. And But anyway, you know, that's why I haven't challenged you with the Pumpkins is because... Well, you don't need to. You're so familiar with them. Yeah. I mean, there's two albums that I know you haven't taken a deep dive on. Which what? Is, which is Gish. That's not true. You've listened to Gish yes, extensively? Yes, dude. What about Pisces? Dude, yes. Hell oh, yes. Okay. I actually like Pisces... More than any other album. Dude, do we just become best friends? <laughs> That's what I tell Dude, everybody. That is their best album. Thank you. I tell fucking everybody that. Yeah. That is the greatest pumpkin album. Yeah. And that's just B-side shit that wasn't released on, on well, see, Siamese. I didn't know that, but I love that fucking album. Yeah, because it's, it's not a legitimate, here's our new album. It was, let's put out the shit that, mm, that didn't make the cut. Yeah. And that album is fucking ridiculous yeah dude. no no i've i really got into pumpkins remember i didn't like him when i first met you yeah, i was welcome. like i couldn't get past billy corgan's voice yeah but then once i got into them i went uh knuckles deep <laughs> <laughs> you want to get into the chat yes let's get into the chat so and today on the chat nice right yeah fuck yeah i've been practicing <laughs> So I bring to you today a band that really caught my eye for a number of reasons. So everybody knows I love me my hardcore, my New York hardcore, uh, H2O, 25 to Life, you know, stuff like that. Strife, wink, wink. Um, you know, that, that, that brand of hardcore I just fucking love. So I was surfing around, right, digging for shat, and I came across this name that happened to be in the hardcore section, right? So us being Hispanic, live in El Paso um, you know this but not too many people know this I I'm gonna come clean about something I am you know there's time you think about times growing up and you think you would have done things a little differently right mm-hmm. if you could change things or gone a certain way I my friends my listeners I am an in the closet cholo <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with Chicano culture right I mean mm-hmm. dumb Hispanic but like I'm talking dicky shaved head like cholos like 90 cholos that we're used to like in a in a parallel universe you were a cholo fuck yeah all the time i say it all the time Mm -hmm. i was a cholo in my past life Mm -hmm. for sure yeah i just love it i all my best friends growing up before you don't get mad (laughs) were cholos like legitimate fucking gangsters yeah they were all my best friends i just for whatever reason i didn't i had every opportunity to join a gang Mm -hmm. i just never went down that path right anyway so i see this band or i see this name I click on the band and I see these fucking Mexican dudes that kind of look like cholos and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Turns out they're a hardcore band. And the band I'm referring to is a band called Barrio Slam. Yeah. Is this a new, are they new? Dude, they got 1,658 listeners. They're, yeah, dude, they've had demos. Their demos came out in 2015. 
Um, they only have one real full album from what I'm showing here, 2016, called Stories from the Streets. Their newest single called You Ain't That Guy is fucking crazy good, man. Mm. Crazy. What I love about hardcore is the fucking breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Fuck, jump, 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 dude. Oh my god. Anyway, surprisingly, I just went into it because they're Mexicans. They look like cholos, and their name is Barrio Slam. Where are they from? They are actually from. Look like L.A. because they're wearing. Oh wait, no. I thought it was a Dodgers dude shirt, but no, it says hooligans. Their description on Spotify says Chicano hardcore from Pomona, California, Vato. Mm, okay. Yeah. They're fucking, and, and surprisingly, they're fucking awesome. So, that is my shot for today, everybody, for my hardcore people. Barrio Slam. Check them out. Interesting. So, Viva La Raza. There's a band that we're, we're working on in the moment, which we can't really speak about which we could but i'm not going to no, but let's wait let's but wait. i want to say something just to kind of tie into what you're hey, doing watch where you put those fingers at dude <laughs> okay, you got real handsy on that one <laughs> um you know people largely think of me as being a white guy but i'm i'm technically his i'm hispanic there's right? not just not, there's no technicality about it you are hispanic yes i know but that's one of the things that i love about this project is that we are all Hispanic and um, Mexican. It's uh, uh, it's it's I don't know. It's just something about that that I like. It's not about race or anything like that. I just think it's kind of cool that El Paso kids, former kids, you know, adults, yeah. whatever, we uh, can come together to to do something cool. I mean, though, it's reverse, right? Normally, the saying goes, "I feel like an ink spot in a bowl of milk." You ever heard this? I never heard that. When you're the one brown guy in a sea of white people. Oh right, you yeah. feel like an ink spot in a bowl of milk. <laughs> yeah, it's backwards this time. Yeah, because no. you're, you're the white one. Yeah, the rest of us have a little tone to us. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a little spot of milk in. <laughs> <laughs> we got to come up with that one. I need. You know what? Before we do anything, before we go on tour or anything, I'm just gonna spend a lot of time tanning. You know what we should do? We'll just work out outside. Yeah, there you Shirtless. go. Shirtless. There you go. Yeah. So, um, real quick. Uh, you had uh, brought up on the last episode of the chat um, a an artist named Unworn. Unworn, yeah, dude. I don't know why. I don't know what I was expecting going into listening to that, but it when I listened to it, it was not at all what I was expecting. Really, it did not match your description. At least I don't know why, wow. but I loved it. Right, it he's, was he's really good. I I, I did a. I did some, you know, went in and, and tried to find who, like, visuals, I guess, and, you know, just, like, looking on their Instagram. I could not find their Instagram. However, it did lead me to an Instagram page called Unworn. It says artist, but I'm assuming they mean, like, a photography slash art artist, not yeah. a music artist, because there was nothing about music on that page. And it turned out to be one of the creepiest fucking pages I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, you sent me screenshots of that. Dude. So I really, don't know. Really cool stuff, by the way, those pictures. Yeah. So if you go to Instagram and you find Unworn, you're going to find, um, they have a lot of, if it's, this, I don't even know if there's a connection there, but this person has like creepy ass photos. Yeah. Um, however, here's the interesting part. When you listen to the music of that artist, they kind of like, they go really they go together. well together. I mean, even if you look at the cover of his albums and his singles on Spotify, mm -hmm. it's kind of reminiscent of the pictures you sent me. Yeah. So they makes, got that same vibe. It makes me wonder if there is a connection there. Could be. I don't know. It's, but either way, if you, if you didn't listen to last episode, go listen to Unworn, especially if you're in like a somber. Yeah. 
You don't want you don't want a lot of vocal and you just want music in the background. Yeah, that's your dude. It's very. Um, I don't want to say different. It, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of it, it's like um, movie music, soundtrack oh, music. There you go. That's good. Yeah, really good. Really kind of dark, mellow. Um, I loved it. So just kind of wanted to throw that out there. Well, you had mentioned before, and I think we kind of got away from it because you don't even put them in the titles anymore. But when I give out the chat, you're going to review them on the next one, right? Yeah, but the reason why we haven't is because there's been a couple that I wasn't too fond of. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up. That's and... not for you to decide. <laughs> the chat is not for you. Well, I didn't want to like put them in the title and then they go listen and I'm talking shit, you know, about like why I didn't like them. Well, it doesn't matter. The so, fact is that they're on the chat. Yeah, that's it is true. not for you. It's for the four. It's fourteen and a half, <laughs> or fourteen and a half point seven point nine. two four <laughs> two five. Eric and Jason <laughs> ruining our fucking stats. Yeah, I like but, shit uh, even, man. But yeah, no, Unworn was. Yeah, uh, I really like it. Um, I want to actually go back and listen to more. So today's title will feature Unworn. Mm-hmm. Next title will feature. If I like them, I'm just kidding. Shit. (laughs) Shit. Um, All right. So we are in, we're at about a little bit over an hour, which is fine. Yeah, that's perfect. I I think we've hit everything we needed to. I got a couple of other topics, but um, I think we can save it for tomorrow. No, no, let's get into it. No, no, no. This one's going to take a while. So I I really want to take our time on it. Don't worry. It's marked for next time. I think we're good. The suspense, Adrian, kills me. Uh, You're welcome. That's right. You got to go home and sleep. Yeah, I got work tonight. Last night I stayed up till fucking like three thirty in the morning. Dude, let me tell you, I got so much sleep in the last couple of days that I feel like I can have a heart attack at any moment now because my muscles have deteriorated. But I will say, I don't know if it's the the cheap uh, gas station coffee that you're not used to or your sleep. But yeah, you're very chipper today. Probably because I got so much fucking sleep. That's what I'm saying. So now that you say I didn't want to ruin it because, you know, we, we've got great chemistry on this episode. Yeah. You know, so Paul and I, every time we press stop mm-hmm. on the console, we always go, oh, man, that was a good one. But <laughs> t- today, that was, it was a good one. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> like, but, I'm uh, actually not annoyed by you today. The re- <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not like, because there's times that I'm too hyper and I know it's like, it makes you kind of take a back seat a little bit. Me? Yes. Fuck no, it hypes Dude, me up. You, sometimes you hate it when I'm too hyper. Absolutely not. Ugh, whatever. I know my wife does. Well, Dude, it's so funny because like when I'm hyper, all of a sudden she's like quiet and like she doesn't know how to respond to it. Because like because she's used to it being reversed. Yeah, she's used to you not being in a good mood. Yeah. And so speaking of her, she's, the, and she's the reason why I've gotten good sleep the last couple of nights because for whatever reason, she's been like sleepy at like nine o'clock, which is fucking what? weird for us. Yeah. Whoa. However, last night we went to bed kind of early and then she woke up at like three in the morning and she's been, she was stayed awake from three in the morning, in the morning on. Well, but, she has work, right? I mean. Yeah. She's just, well, we have plumbing issues. Apparently, um, so we have a, a constant drip in our shower, and she said that that's what woke her up and kept her up. It's an easy fix, my man. Yeah, I know. Easy but fix. that's why I think also, like, she didn't, just didn't turn the handle enough to turn it off, but whatever. Anyways, um, so yeah, I've kind of was forced to go to sleep early a couple of nights in a row, um, and so I ended up getting way too much sleep. I hate sleeping. 
I fucking hate it because especially if I sleep late, I feel like I wasted the day away. It is. It is a very <clears throat> wasted time. But uh, but yeah, um, you know, I just but I I I I worry because I feel like every hour that I spend in bed, that's like my muscles deteriorating in my heart and I'm going to end up having a heart attack one day and then you're going to be doing this solo. It's going to not be half and half. It's going to be half. And it's just going to be me sitting here crying. <laughs> How do I press record? Paul, I love you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Where do I start? Fuck it. I'm going to do it from my phone. Yeah. So, uh, well, I noticed something real quick before, yeah. we, before we hang up. Or <laughs> <laughs> before we <laughs> hang up. That's because we talk on the phone we, oh, a lot. Every time we're on the phone. Yeah. Look, we're in such a good groove right now. I don't give a fuck if people start to get mad. <laughs> Every time we're on the phone, we're always like, all right, man, well, all right, I got to do, all right, yeah, call me later. I'm like, hey, wait, wait, real quick before we hang up. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll tell my story, which is another 15 minutes. And then Paul will be like, yeah, that's right. And I'm like, all right, man, well, I got to go. And he's like, all right, wait, 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 before we hang up. And there's another 20 minutes of your fucking <laughs> <Exactly>. story. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what were you going to say? Fuck. You oh, forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm chewing gum right now. <laughs> Right, uh-huh. which I always do, as always, yeah. But I noticed it big time on the last episode. Did you? Yeah. So I'm like, do I stop? But then I tell myself, there's gonna be that spur of the moment where he just jumps up and kisses me, and I, I gotta be fresh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta be fresh. <laughs> it's so funny because normally I notice you chewing gum, but last episode I didn't so much. Yeah. I don't even think I listened to all of last episode. I, I, Technically, I don't go listen to it. My wife listens to it. And so I hear it when she's listening to it. And sometimes when she's listening to it, it's like at night. So then I'll start falling asleep to your voice. <laughs> like olden times, like old olden days. You hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> I'm just going to put the phone on the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. All right. You want to call it? I got to go to sleep and you're making me hyper. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, again, go check out all of our links. There's a million of them. Um, again, if you have not checked out our boys, Exiled Inc., fucking mm-hmm. amazing. I'm going to constantly pump them. Those guys are gold. I love them. You need to check them out. So, yeah, Exiled Inc. Whip Shaded and Faded. Whip Shaded and Faded. Together for the dogs. That is it. I am Adrian. And I'm Paul. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.